Welcome to your daily affirmations. Repeat after me, working with others is easier than ever. I strive for perfect collaboration. Our teamwork keeps getting better. Yeah, affirmations are great, but Monday.com can really get you the teamwork you desire. Work together easily and share files, updates, data, and just about anything you want all in one platform. Affirm yes to start. Or tap the banner to go to Monday.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. This is Marshall Poe. I'm the editor of the New Books Network, and I'd like to tell you that we have a new and improved website. It has two new features that we think you'll love. One of them is a vastly improved search engine so that when you type in keywords, you'll get a bunch of episodes really quick. The other is the ability to create a listener account. And in that listener account, you can save episodes for later listening. So you can create a kind of listening list. We think these features are neat and we think you'll enjoy them. Please visit the site today. Welcome to the New Books Network. Hi, this is another production uh, podcast for the Sex, Sex Work and Sexuality special series. I've, we, we have a very special guest today who's going to talk, talk us through their work and who they are. So would you like to introduce yourself? Oh, hi, my name is Ivan Mona Lisa. I'm a two-spirit transgender, author and performer. Uh, originally, I come from Chile and I've been living in New York since the last century, 1995. <laughs> yeah, last century. Can you tell us what the name of your book is, please? And who oh, published the name, of, the, the name of the book is uh, it's not just any name, it's uh, because you have to see how it's wrote the title, say, Last Beauty Queens. But if you know English and you know Spanish, or especially if you live here in New York or United States, you understand more because the title is uh, is a reflex of the culture that I come from or the culture that the Latino community, you know, do here or, or how we contaminate the language. That's what the, the title is Spanglish. Spanish. You know, it's the mixing between the, the Spanish and in English. It's something like a, it's not new. I've been for a lot of time, but now it's getting like a, So that's why it's very important for me that write the title like that. You know what I mean? Uh, because it's, 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 it's a political thing also. You know, a writer is not only a writer, it's also a political. It's political. Uh, to write a book is a political fact, is a political push, is a political act. Yeah, yeah. So language is is vital. Yeah. yeah. Um. So can you tell us? Can you tell us what format the book is? Because it's you know it's it's titled as a novel, but the writing is amazingly autobiographical. So can you give us? Can you tell us what the format of the book is? Okay. So. I have to say something before, like uh, there is another book before this one that also the title is in Spanish. Is, 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 uh, the name is La Misma Nota Forever. It means like uh, the same high forever. La Misma Nota. I say when you are high, you say, oh, look at, look at la nota that you have. Look at the, how high you are. But la nota means different things too. You know what I mean? Because I got a nota because I'm working so hard. So, you know, it's, it's, it's something like you can play with that word, you know? Something beautiful that have the language, you know? Okay, but it was translated as a never, ever, ever coming down. But now, if I can come back in time, I will ask for the publisher keep the original uh, title as La Misma Nota Forever, like and now it's like beauty queen because I seen because I what I say just before that the Spanglish is a political thing. 
what I mean, how the influence of the Spanish had in the English. You know what I mean? Okay. It's like, a, it, it, how do you say, conquista? Okay. And, but al revés, <laughs> for the other side. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Yeah? Okay. I don't know if you got what I'm trying to say. Okay. So, um, I have to start from the beginning. Uh-huh. Like when I came to New York City, the people who make a long story short, uh, the people or the urban tribe who uh, gave me the welcome were not the artists because I, I came because I received an invitation from New York dramatists to stay one month here. But at night time, I escaped to the street because uh, at this time, I'm talking about 1995, when still you could see the Times Square as a health kitchen neighborhood. And it was like a scene from Meet Now Cowboy. I don't know, you saw the movie. So I was like, uh, oh my God, I feel like I was in inside the movie. Um, all the other guys who were like uh, people who were like uh, staying and New York dramatists, who was a who is a place that received for certain quantity of time, in the case was one month, to go over there and read theater, no another people who write theater for playwrights. So I was invited as a playwright. And um and I didn't care about nothing of <laughs> going to the theater. The only thing that I was waiting for the nighttime for to see all these people, the, all this character. I mean, like I said, for me, it was like, oh my God, I'm in, in, in a movie, inside a movie, inside, already inside any book, you know what I mean? Inside in a, something like a, I never expected to see, you know what I mean? So, but in the time I started to become friends because I'm very like, a, I'm not shy, shy person. I always like to, hey, you know what I mean? If I see a person for a second time, I'm going to try to say hi. You know I mean? So I became, I seen a, I don't know, I'm friendly or whatever, but I, we, we, I became friends with all these transvestites that came from different parts. You know, I was so uh, fascinated because all of them they speak, uh, spoke Spanish. You know what I mean? From Colombia, from Mexico, from Puerto Rico, from Republica Dominicana, you know, and all of them, they hustle around that neighborhood. You know what I mean? And, uh, and, and the guys, too, they were gorgeous, you know, I mean, uh, from Dominican Republic. So I was very, like, how do you say, in Provinciano, yeah. country boy, country person. Because in Chile at this time, everybody was like me, like the same, the same color, you know, I mean, the same nothing. So when I start to see all these guys, like, you know, black guys, no sounds now, like, please don't put it because people want to say, like, I'm talking about black people, like, something like, how you say, um, uh, exotic, you know what I mean? But for me, were very exotic, you know, I, I saw they were beautiful, you know, because it was like a, a dark skin, and but green eyes sometimes, you know, I was like, oh my God, I mean, like, fascinated. So all the time, all these characters show up at nighttime. You know, because they were they were hustlers, and we became friends. So in a moment, the month was over. I didn't have any more room at New York Dramatist, and I was like, no, I want to stay. And I was so frustrated because I tried to work in some restaurant, and I didn't want like people give me like orders. So a lot of time I was like, I left the place or they fired me, you know, after one day or after a couple of hours. So I was, oh my God, what are I going to do? How are I going to, you know, my friend, leave, you know. And I never worked in my life before because I was kind of spoiled without coming from me. My parents are very, were very, um, now they are retired very hardworking people, you know what I mean? So, but they spoil it to me and my sister. So I, I just studied, I just went to university, you know what I mean? So at this time, I, my parent was not there here, so I have to work, you know? So and I, was not, I didn't like to receive orders, you know what I mean? I was very like arrogant, I don't know. <laughs> and and the, the girl told me, well, you know, Chilena, but they call me La Chilena because they saw I was gay, so they call me La Chilena. They never call me that. 
they say, oh, Chilena, was just do the same thing that we are doing. And then I started. I started little by little, and they taught me how to do the self work, how to share, how to protect myself, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then uh, start like the thing that I started as a game, as a curiosity, it started to take me and take me and take me and take me. Thank you, then were years until, you know, for more than 15 years, I went to the sex work. And uh, in all this year, I met wonderful people. I met my best friends that I want to say that had in life. Uh, they taught me a lot of things about life, about like, uh, I don't know how to explain, something like I never expected to learn. And in, in my stories, the first one uh, is about that. It's about all these character who were my best friends because most of them are not here anymore and well uh, the second one is like a, it's the same story because the same character who are in the short stories of the first book show in the second book and as a fact I wanna work in a or I trying to start to work in a novel that is based in the murder of the Jennifer, this yeah. remember the the yeah. of Jennifer is a lot of things that I obviously I don't I don't tell in the short story, but it's a lot of wonderful things that I have. I mean, I have in a in a, in a civil play all the fact that I have been knowing because this and that and the other person told me about that that I have to write. Okay, like a, you know what I mean. So it, it it's it's like a sequence sequence. You yeah. know, my, my story is sequence because the same character who are uh, uh, have been continuing with me, right? with, no, with me, sorry, with my stories, with the yeah. stories. You know, they go from one story to the other, you know, or, or the same to saw in the, in the book, like, uh, for example, La Manuel is in one story and it's in another story at the same time, but she just made, I just mentioned her, or you see Sylvia. When I talk about Sylvia, Sylvia is the one who go to the after the the walk walk up. What do you say? When somebody's dead and you yeah. see the, the gasket, the one who go go to look up for me and let's go to the to the to the piers to walk and to go. Yeah, you know, in the same one that I call when I is, is in emergency room and uh, the the protagonist doesn't have doesn't know with with. He needs somebody to talk with, so you're not gonna get more crazy in the way walking to the emergency room. Yeah, and so it's the same. That's why it was a very good. Um, I think the only one who understood that is he was a literary critic from Mercurio from Chile. He's a very good uh, newspaper, very conservative, but it's, it's good. And uh, and this guy stay understood uh, in the, the short story as a book, as a one piece. Yeah. And you this know, is, a lot of people get that. Yeah. And what I got from what I got from the book is first of all, and we'll talk about that in a second, it's got an amazing introduction by Pedro Almodovar, which I'll get you to talk about in a second. But what I got was this real sense of country boy comes to the city. <laughs> and what we've almost get is kind of like snapshots of your time in the city you know and you know French there are several themes that run through this this, these stories consistently I would say the most important theme is friendship yeah you know the most important theme is it's because it feels a kind of like it feels like a very much migrant story yeah, but but a sort of a, a migrant story of of friendships among migrants from from different uh, sort of like uh, areas of the Spanish speaking world, and it was just 
you know, it was just so fascinating the way that you would introduce these themes. That the most important thing that I noticed was friendship, and that then there were other themes. But I'd like you to talk to us about the forward, which was it's an absolutely beautiful forward, an introduction that Pedro Almodovar has given to this this novel to this novel. So, can you tell us a little bit about the introduction? Oh, okay. So I see like what Almodovar did. He captured what the same thing that you said before is about the friendship. Is uh, he talk about like uh, like the obviously like everybody gonna speak like this uh, like a sense of humor that uh, LGBT people have because we have learned to center this to to. To make comedy of the disgrace, you know what I mean, of, of the bad thing. It's something like we have in, I mean, God gave us this sense of humor, you know, because life is not easy but for us. Those society are done different, whatever, you know what I mean? But we have sense of humor. So obviously you can expect that. But um, okay, the different cultures, you can expect that. But what Almodovar got, uh, because he say uh, he 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 make an equal thing with um, about the the friendship and uh, ergo or in consequence of, for of the solidarity mm. between peoples. You know what I mean? So uh, because he say that that solidarity or that friendship remind him to the same friendship as solidarity that the neighbor of his, uh, when he was a child, used to have in this small town in Spain. Yeah. And, you know, so maybe something like uh, have to be with our Latino culture, you know, it's something like, uh, you know, it it's, it's, it's doesn't have to be with the land, it has to be some also with the language. Yeah. Because that's why I continue repeating like language, that's why it's Spanglish is so important. Because why would we became friends with the person that is from Mexico, from thousands, 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 thousands of kilometers that I'm from Chile? Is because, as Paulo Neruda said, the only good thing that the Spanish left us is the Spanish language. You know what yeah. I mean? Now, what I really liked about the introduction as well is is that he kind of like, and I don't know if he does this deliberately, but he mentions something that, that kind of resurfaces through the book. And he talks about his mother going back to her hometown when she was old. Yeah, and how the, the neighbors take care of take, her, take this care of her. friendship and this solidarity. Yeah. But what I noticed, though, is that through, the, through your stories that people don't get to go home. They want to go home. They talk about home. They talk about going home, but they don't get to go there. You know, they're, they're kind of, they're, 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 in, they're in New York, but home, you know, the places that they've left behind is a, is a really important theme. And I was thinking about, um, uh, about the friends who, who, who died and who ended up getting taken, you know, and you were hoping that she, she got back to the, the country where she would be buried under the tree where she'd, she'd played as a child. And it was, I was quite, it was very, very apparent, this kind of sense of homesickness, you know, a real sense of longing. Yeah, that, that's a good point. But, okay, that's a good point. But, you know, uh, because I don't know how it's now since being encountered different now, but there are two reasons why people emigrate. One of the most important is the economic factor, and the other one is the. I mean, in my case, it was more for the the. If you to be by myself, I don't be better for nobody. Don't be judged from nobody. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's another kind of that you have to run away from the loved one or the one you love, because if not, you know, you're going to, in some cases, gonna be, you're not going to have the money, the way to make money. And also, plus, you're not going to be yourself that you want. You know what I mean? So it's a lot of things like... Uh, those people or my friends and me, uh, we had to leave the place because you were not going to be happy or because it's going to be an economic factor or because it's going to be uh, the way 
you are going to be. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, I get it. And I, I, that, and, that's, and I really liked that because we tend, when we talk about migrant sex workers, there's a kind of, a, there's always this emphasis on them being taken to a place or being coerced. Whereas, you know, the, the characters in your novel are actively leaving. They're, they're heading, they're, they're moving towards New York. They're moving towards this, this improved life. And I thought that was really well observed how you talk about, you know, the sort of circumstances that people were coming from. You, you describe beautifully the story of, uh, of, um, a trans, a trans woman who'd been, who'd been a boxer. In, in her home country. And, you know, it's those kind of stories that I, that I really loved about this book because it really kind of, it made uh, the characters so much more, um, what's the word? It just made them so much more, it made them richer, you know, it gave them much more depth of character. And I really liked how you did that. I also... Like your your eye for detail is amazing. Yeah, your eye, your eye for detail, the way that you see detail, is really really good. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about your first chapter. The I think it's is that the overdose. Yeah, I have to tell the funny thing about that, but I mean, no, 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 because I want to go to another line, another time I can tell you, but it's a funny thing about this short story, like, but it's a, it's a word that happened between the publisher and me, but I don't know, it's okay, but continue in, in why you like it so much. Yeah. Okay. So, so the reason I liked it so much is it was so well observed that that kind of like that, that thirst. Yeah, that thirst that, you know, you've been there for hours for, for hours and there's this bottle of water that's close to the bed and you can't, you can't, you can't reach it. Yeah, it's, it's there. Yeah. It was so well observed. I've been there. Yeah, I've, I've literally mm-hmm. been there. But you, you were saying anyway, you were, you were saying about your publisher and this first chapter. No, it's a funny thing because, I mean, like, um, at the start, I was so proud of the, this, this, this short story because I was thinking I, I wrote um, a short, a horror short story. You know what I mean? So I was almost feeling like I had to get an So I was sort of so proud and I said, oh my God, man, say, Pass, I'm going to show you a story, but you're going to love it. Oh my God, I never saw I'm going to write something like that. You know, and uh, and for me, it was a, I still read it and I see like, man, this is a horror movie, it's a horror story. But she didn't see it like that. And so uh, in Spanish, we say like uh, my humos were very high or my, I felt like, oh my God, I'm like a, a Alan Poe, you know what I mean? I can write a horror short story. And she didn't see it, so she was like, a, but anyway, she was like that huh? because I'm being very spoiled all the time. Since I was here and in the school, in the university, all the time I was like, uh, every for me was not an effort to do something. And all the time, oh, you're so good, you're so talented. So you, since I have memory, listen to that. So she was the one who said, no, it's not good. It's not, you have to do that. Because I think because of that was a, a good book too. Because yeah. now the guy, was the guy who wrote Shining? Stephen King. Okay, Stephen King said that it's not a good book, uh, not only because it's a good writer, because it's also a good publisher pushing you. Yeah. And that's the I, case. But I, I really liked as well, um, and, and I thought what was really clever about this as a first chapter was the description of you kind of overdosing and, you know, everything being quite kind of liminal, like, you know, this this idea of haunting, like things sort of not being what they quite appeared. And it struck me that this liminal um, state was one that you were occupying, not just when you were overdosing, but the way that you were living, you were living like on the margins. In the limit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, I, and I think... That's what I really, you know, I really liked about that. But there were so many themes, okay, that that um, that I was thinking as I was reading this. I was thinking, like, it's titled the novel, but how autobiograph how autobiographical is it? It's a lot autobiographical. 
is you know actually like uh, you can tell like uh, I I I say Mona Lisa in the book a lot of time and you know and all all the other character that are my friends or where my friend because like I say most of them pass away and 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 they told they talk to to the protagonist who is the writer the same author you can tell that because he say yeah. hey Mona Lisa so. Or talk about she, the, she la chilena, he stays there. So yeah. it's not going to be difficult for any person who's going to read it to know that it's autobiographical. Yeah, and I, and it and it was very apparently autobiographical, but just because of the detail was just was just so um, well observed, you know. Mm-hmm. But there there were certain themes that just kept coming through. Okay, and um, like I'm a recovered addict, and you mentioned Narcotics Anonymous a couple of times, yeah. And what and I noticed themes that were coming through, and it was jails, institutions, and death. Right. So anyone who's experienced the 12 step program will know what I'm talking about. But those those themes kept coming through. There was jails, there was institutions, there was that. And like the you day- know what? Let me tell you something. The only thing for me I've been going to the, the, the institution is because of the story that I heard there. Yeah. You know, after going to this 12 step that for me doesn't work. I wanna be honest. You know, but I have, I hear a lot of things like oh my gosh, are good. It, it's a thing, like in a, a Velorio de Amalia, the wake of Amalia, where La Manuel, before came to the room, where is the casket with the body of Amalia, you know, with the pack of cocaine. And uh, the author say, oh, uh, about the woman who say, we, uh, we addict are mastering fooling people. You yeah. know, this I think this is great. I mean, that's for me. It's like you have to be rolled in a stone <laughs> to stay forever for thousands of years in a stone. And I heard that in a in a in a in one of these recovery meetings. You know, yeah. this was a woman who was an alcoholic, and she was like very rich and with a lot of jewels, and you know, and it's say because you know we have a massive influence people. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah, so I was like, oh my god, and those so things like uh, they are there, you know, because we are we don't create nothing because it's something like for me it's very important that people understand we are not like all uh, oh, receive the inspiration of the Greek god of the literature of the writing. No, we are just collecting what is around us, and then we put it together, and then we present to the people. Mm. And so. Yeah, I mean, the death, the, the theme of death, okay. Um, talk to us about Jennifer, because she's, she's a really important part in the book, you know, and I get the impression she's an important part in your first work as well. So can you talk to us about Jennifer? No, 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 no. The Jennifer is so in the second, in the second, in the, in the Beauty Queen, and I want to do my novel about her. Yeah. About her murder. That was a murder that happened in 1997. It's a cold case. And they never found who was the, the, the murderer. You know what I mean? Because at this time, we're talking about 1997. People didn't even talk about, you know, transgender rights and nothing like that. Actually, it was a big problem with the gay community because they say, oh, no, all these transgender prostitutes and I do, we don't be represented by these people, you know. So it was a lot of problem between our community, LGBT community, was not LGBTQ yet. You know what I mean? It was mm. just, you know. And um, so at this time, like a lot of other girls, uh, just what uh, nobody cared. I mean, nobody nobody was like uh, open a case for them, you know what I mean? Or justice, you know? Uh, but the case is like, uh, I have to tell you now, like uh, Jennifer, I never knew Jennifer. I never knew Jennifer. But I heard about Jennifer because she was one of the most beautiful transsexual of the of the of the of her kitchen neighborhood, but she used to go to a club that was Sally's, and I used to go to another club that was Everwise. 
with just four blocks different. But New York has this. Two blocks is one word, those blocks, two blocks over there is another word. And sometimes you don't get off from this block. You know what I mean? And, but the thing is, like, for some reason, I cannot tell you now everything, but she had been sure. Like, for example, after she was murderer, I was with Roberto, eh, La Manuel, um, sitting in his living room. Mm. I cannot talk about that because I got emotional. She just passed away two weeks ago. So, like, oh. Okay. Okay. So let, let's change. I don't know about you, but I'm very busy and I don't have a lot of time to cook. That's why I subscribe to Factor. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. These are two-minute meals. Factor meals are ready to eat in heat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. They're flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math, and this is important. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com NBN50 and use code NBN50 to get 50% off. That's code NBN50 at factormeals.com slash nbn50 to get 50 percent off yeah yeah but it's you know there is uh it's, it's quite and i think it's sort of like really kind of um sort of it's very, very demonstrative of how kind of marginalized that your community yeah. your community yeah, was. yeah 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 so still it's a lot of work to do you know and uh, and it still have a lot of stories to tell you know i mean yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. So have a lot of work to do. Yeah. But also what I really liked about it was the level of acceptance mm-hmm. that you had for each other and like the friendships. The friendships were just, you know, were, were one of the things that were really noticed. Yeah, because because other thing like like um, when you are apart from your family, the, the friends are the family you choose. You know what I mean? Yeah. They became your family. They become your sister. Sometimes they are the mother. You know, sometimes they are the father. Sometimes the, the older queen is, is going to talk to you, is going to take care of you. As a mother, you're going to take care of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this role happened. Or, or you are uh, other girls, you know, that do, especially in the same work, in, same, in sex work, that is something because we know we go to the same thing, yeah, to the same, you know, police harassment, police brutality. Uh, you know, it's a lot of karma, it's a lot of prejudice, it's a lot of more about the sex world. So we know, so we are, we help each other because we know what can happen to us and now it's going to be unfair, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is one of the reasons why I particularly like this book because it's it's a book written by sex work a by sex worker about sex workers which which doesn't really focus on customers and I really yeah, like this about the book. Yeah, because it's people t- don't understand it's a work. I mean, like people understand it's like a, you go to party you go to, because you you don't like to work that's why you go to drink and you no it's a work. Yeah. I mean, yeah, people actually see the world. Yeah, but, they, so, but and I know too because I I don't that I'm, I'm you know I mean like uh, and I have no regret of doing it. I'm seeing is I learned so much thing that I never saw gonna learn in my life. And you know, remember in other interviews I say, listen, you know, what would you do when you have sex? You get naked. When you get naked. You cannot lie. Or maybe you can lie, but you cannot lie a lot because you are naked. Mm. So I say, talk with this set worker and you're going to know how much wisdom and knowledge they have of the human being. Yeah. 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 And that was, that was, um, that was. So it's a lot of things like people need to know about sex work. 
yeah i mean but that my my sort of like what i was trying to say is, is that um there's a fetishization non-sex yeah. workers fetishize the relationship between a customer and a sex worker it's and a it misses it misses the whole kind of panorama. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it happens, yeah. What, what they seem to happen, but the other time it's a lot of other things that happen. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I mean like, sex workers are necessary for the healing of the society. I mean, sex is important. I mean, like, this is very important. I mean, yeah, I like as well. I like it when you were talking about. I think you pronounce it fricures the the free guys, the guys that you know they're the, they they're kind of customers, but you're not charging for them, and that you're not charging them. And the frituras, <laughs> yeah, no, because fritura. Okay, you say that's a kind of punish. Uh, fritura because free, if fritura is when you fry French fries, fritura. So you play with the word. I say fritura is for free. Yeah. You know I mean, somebody who's who looking. Okay, it's definitely not fritura. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's because like him, you are not going to show him. Yeah, because it's it's really funny, and that's and that's why I really appreciate um uh, a work about sex work by a sex worker because when uh, when when sort of like. When sex work is written about by non-sex workers, a lot of the um, a lot of the other incidental actors are lost. Yeah, like, and that's what I really enjoyed about your your book is is that you got a real sense of the street. I love when you and your friend are walking walking from from Washington Heights and. He goes off yeah. with someone and he's like, he's not going to be back. Ah, with the Boricua, el, el, el Willy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, uh, you know, there's, it's that. And that's what's really beautiful about this book as well, because it's, it's, it's a walking book. You're walking everywhere. It's all mm. about traveling around New York, getting to, from where you've got to live to where you need yeah. to be to earn money. It's a, it's an, it's almost like a history because New York is not like that anymore. You, you no. know. New York no, no, now, 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 now. That's why it's important for me to work in the novel because is is the murder of Jennifer happened in 1997, 1998, before the Twin Towers fell, before you know uh, the change of the century and the millennium. Uh, when was when the cocktail appeared with Jack. The, the locusts, they, they stopped dying before with the ace. Now there yeah. was the cocktail, so they survived more. So it's another time it before Giuliani cleaned up her kitchen neighborhood that now is called Chelsea Clinton neighborhood. You know what I mean? So before Bloomberg make a sell to this nail, all this street, all this area of, 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 of Manhattan. So it was another world. It was like, a, you know, like a, you saw in the Midnight Cowboy. So when, you know, the, the, we used to work in the street for, for third and eight, but in the, in the street of the front was the guys. You know, man? And sometimes you say, okay, do you make money? Okay, I'm going to try to guy, tell the guy that I have a fantasy to be with the guy. You know, we sell each other sometimes. Yeah. I mean the the boys in the boys in the front and the transvestite here and the girls with the pimp two blocks more over there and everybody respects his place his uh, you know his place don't try to go to the other place because I kick you out but you know what's this kind of like a street code yeah you know what I mean street code that police respect also the police could talk I remember on Thursdays and Tuesday be careful they can arrest you. Yeah. It was Wednesday, they didn't matter you. Yeah, they're doing something else. You know what I mean? So it was a kind of code in the street that, no, forget it. No, now it's like, it's different also because now it's everything by internet. You know, it's another thing. The street is not anymore. No, no, no. It's different. It's it's different. It's different. It's not bad or worse or better. It's just different. It's another generation. But yeah, I mean, like, so. Also, what I thought was really significant is what you're talking about an era 
just before everyone starts talking about trafficking. Everyone starts talking about trafficking in 2000 mm-hmm. after the Paloma Protocol. So it's the it's the time just before the narrative gets hijacked by trafficking. Mm-hmm. So you get to really look at, you get a really kind of, a, a really anthropological look at a, a society that is no longer functioning in that way anymore. Mm-hmm. In that. And it's it's really, really, really well observed. I also really like um uh like all the references to drugs because this is gonna feature in the sex and sexual abuses <laughs> thing, but it's also gonna be in drugs and recovery. I don't know, what, somebody told me about that. <laughs> yeah. It's um so what part I never tapped on those drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who's read the book will know this is not true. <laughs> no, it's serious. <laughs> but the part that drugs play, like, what part did they play in that community? Because they're central, aren't they? They're kind of almost, they're almost like a bonding thing. At one stage, you're talking about your friend who's like, oh, come in, we'll just have a couple of bumps, like a line, line of coke. And then okay. she gives you a drink and then she's like, oh, you don't really want to be going out. I'll give you some money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have, uh, how can I say, mixed emotion, or a mixed feeling about that. For one thing, I say, no, it's important, you have to stop, go to recovery. But another thing, like, a, I mean, like, a, so what? I, mean, I don't know how to explain, you know, because I'm an addict, you know. And um, I just tell you what I saw. You know, I just like sometimes I was so tired, we were so tired to go to the street to work. To do, like, okay, yeah, doesn't mean you're gonna do the old bag, but I mean, you know, I mean, it's like a, it's like I cannot start to speak because all my friends, my best friend, you said, or I'm not with them anymore, you know, what I mean, but. I don't know how to explain. Maybe I need to write more about that. Yeah. So the people are gonna have another look about the the the, the use of drugs. Yeah. You know, uh, but because I don't know. I don't know how to explain. I don't. I also don't want to tell something like uh, sad. I mean, no, no. Oh, wow. said, look at I, what happened because he used a drug. No, and that's not. That's, I mean, no, 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 no. I, no, I didn't say you understand. You are saying that. No, no, I didn't say that. I no, just that's not what uh, came across either. What because came... when I talk with somebody about my book or my thing, I also thinking something I never saw before, and maybe I'm thinking like I really don't want to go to rehab because I mean I don't. I no, it's a waste of time, and uh, and I don't want to because. It's a lot of things, it's autobiographical, but maybe it's a lot of things that I didn't tell about the addiction of this character and I'm never going to tell because I don't have to tell. Mm. Because it's something, novel, which is another name, is something that I have to respect because they still my, are my friend or they were my friend. And I, you mean, I don't know to explain. I don't know how to explain, but it's a very good point. You are gonna make me think about. It. Yeah, because what because what I noticed is this is that the 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 sort of like the 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 theme of the drugs is in the drugs of the funeral. It was hysterical. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, it's you know. It was true. It's absolutely true. I mean, I never. I just went to see it because I was not very good friend. I met her. I knew her because, like I say, she used to go to another part, to side. I used to go to Edward. And, um, but La Manuel, uh, she told me years after, like they accused him of stealing the bag of cocaine. And with just with this, I made the story. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like uh, all the other things, because. I knew all of them, you know, so I couldn't imagine how, you know, they're going to act, you know, but I never was there, you know, what I, mean? yeah. I never went there, but I just would, what Roberto La Manuel told me, I just made the story. You know yeah, mean? yeah. And I mean, it was quite, it was quite interesting, the sort of, um, because what, what I noticed with the, the theme of the drugs was this acceptance of who people are and where they're at. Mm. You know, yeah. there was a real kind of warmth around. <laughs> there's no joke. I, 
I, I, I, anything maybe was not clear, but I'm going to tell you, is like when the, este, La Manuel, o sea, Mona Lisa, or the protagonist, see like, uh, when it's Tia Malia, um, oh, man, what's her name? She was the best friend of Amalia. Uh, Diva de Panama. Yeah. It's like uh, being like, uh, oh, accepting the, the shares of the people, the condolence of the people. And I said, he looked at, look at La Manuel and said, hey, look at the clothes she's wearing. It's the clothes of Amalia. And uh, La Manuel Roberto said to Moralisa, it's not only with the clothes that she stayed or she got. And it was something that was true. And maybe it didn't tell well. She also got the business because Amalia used to sell drugs. Yeah. So when she died, she took all the products. She went to the place, she took all the products. Well, she paid the funeral, she paid the funeral, but she took all the business and all the clients. That's why La Manuel, she said, not only with the clothes, she, she, she you know, she, not only the clothes she took, but it's something like, a, they, my friends are going to only understand, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. I write to them, for them. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. And it's and it's quite obvious through the book that although the book is is like a really entertaining read, there's very obvious the like little kind of like um, sort of hooks for people who yeah know, yeah everybody are hustler come on that's <laughs> real sort of like yeah. but I did I did also as well what I really liked about the book was that um was that the humor really kind of softened what was a really hard life you know mm. and and that was really you know that was really that was beautiful in a way you know because and it's real yes, yeah. Uh, it's real yeah yeah because also as well there's a tendency when we talk about sex work right to to mm -hmm. talk about binaries yeah to talk about either exploitation or liberation yeah and actually it's a form of, of, of income generation. Yeah, it's generation. And that was really noticeable that you were, that, that people were coming from backgrounds where they weren't just marginalized because of their sexuality, mm. but they were marginalized because of their poverty as well. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and I wondered what, how much of, of like, you know, the because there's so much death in this, even though it's very funny and it's a very beautifully written, well-observed book. Yeah, lot reality, reality is hard. I mean, like I say, I mean, most of the characters that I wrote them, they are not uh, here anymore. Yeah. No. yeah. Especially the, 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 they, they have been dying in the time the books have been published and wrote it. Yeah. Uh, they have died. Yeah. And they die young. Yeah. And they were my friend, my family. So, well, it's not easy, but um, at the same time, I have to write. It's just a, a moral obligation, you know, to write. I have yeah. to do it. I mean, it's, 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 it's you know they're going to come to push my feet at night yeah. time. You know, what I mean? it's like I have to. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> Especially when I'm high, I'm like I said, oh, they're gonna start to bother me, so I have to write. You know. But also, as well, it's it's really important for for marginalized communities to write their stories for themselves. Yeah, and and tell it for somebody who know how is the thing. I mean, not yeah. this moral thing or this all poor. You know, it's not poor. It's not you know. I mean, sometimes we do it because I have the choice. I'm an adult person. I want to do it because I make good money. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What? I need a legal sister who protect me as a person who pays his taxes. That's it. Yeah. I'm not going to say, ah, oh, do it. But if you want to do it, you have, you need to have a legal protection. That's it. Yeah. 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 And it's, so what, what are your plans next? What are your next, what are you working on now? I, uh, I'm not working in nothing specifically because it's like here, uh, I mean, I'm writing things. You know, I have a play that is um, 
80% road, you know, it's, it's a, okay. Every time that I read to somebody, the person loved it. They got in shock about this play. And it seems good because it's autobiographical too. It's about, and maybe um, because it's a lot of things in common uh, with these two characters. It's a play, the name of the play is Waiting for the Night. Oh, oh, one thing is important for me is, is my crossover. I mean, I wrote it in English. You know, it's the first thing that I wrote in English, not in Spanish. And it's just, it's a South American transvestite who fall in love with an Irish construction worker. <laughs> that is so, it's like a, it's so typical in New York City. The South the Latina South worker and the Irish construction worker. It's in New York, you're going to find thousands of them. But this is the story about this who fall in love. You know what I mean? He, uh, yeah. Obviously it was me, you know, and uh, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just este, putting the same, the dialogue we have. It's no fiction at all. Okay. And so, it was so funny, the was funny thing. Yeah, I mean, I can just imagine, you know, I can just imagine, you know, I'm 100% Irish. We're very charming people. Oh, you're Irish. Okay. <laughs> We're yeah. very charming people. We, you know, like yeah. people fall for yeah. us. And yeah. who, when you wrote this book, who did you write it for? What who did you? The, the Last Beauty Queen. Yeah. Who was it written Let, for? Sorry. Who was it written for? Who did you write it for? Okay. I want to start from from time ago. When I came to New York City, like I say, I was invited to New York Dramatism because somebody saw my work in, in Chile and she was like, oh my God, you know, she, this person is so young. She never had been out of the country. And he's so avant-garde, blah, 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 because I didn't tell you something. Okay, uh, it's a movie. It's a documentary, you know, if you heard about that, this, the, the Journey of Mona Lisa, you never heard about that? Okay. It's, a, the, it's an interview they do to me when I was in, in, in the drama school in Chile. I was, man, I have hair and I have to move my hair because I couldn't talk, you know, because that was in front of my eyes. When I saw that, I said, oh my God. Anyway, but, and I used to talk about this, Topics about sex work, about a, I, I remember I, show, I wrote a play that I call a character Hichi. I don't know why. <laughs> and after time, I came to this and was real. And it's true, I mean, you, you see it because Nicole, who is the filmmaker, who was one of my class, no classmates, actually, I was the assistant professor of uh, acting and she was. This is another story, and she put that in the documentary, how I'm talking about this character that called meditation, and after here, I became one of these characters, so everything, I don't know, it's like everything has been wrote from before. Oh. You know what I mean? So you this wrote your this, own future. Yeah, it's like for instinct, not for real. No, 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 that. It's just, it's like a I don't know. It's like I have, sometimes I get along. I, 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 what my formation, my, my uh, formal education is a performing art. Okay. That's what I study. And I, I'm, what I write, but I'm a performer. And, uh, and, and, and I, I, I act, I perform by instinct. I can answer more that in the, in the, in the performing art. Uh, process and everything like I have have been trying. So in a moment when I start to know all this people, all this guy who became my family, my friend, I was like, uh, "What am I gonna talk about?" <laughs> I mean, the reality for me was so strong. Like I said, "What am I gonna talk about?" I mean, I mean you know, what I mean, I don't know how to explain you. And also, I was very like a. Uh, 
organize uh, intellectual avant-garde. So, like, you know, all the actors couldn't understand, all the artists couldn't like it. But my, my, my new family or the person that I wanted to know, I have to be more simple, more direct, more go to the point, more I don't care how literature you are, I only care how much money you're going to bring to eat today. You know what I mean? You know, I, I, I care about, like, a, oh, that's a nice story. They're going to pay you for that? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's reality. Yeah. I mean, so, you know what I mean? It's like, um, I write for them, I write for my friend. I mean, like, uh, my, 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 when I write a story, I go to one of my friends and I say, shut up, bitch, shut up, listen to me. And they are so busy, they don't care because, you know, they need to, they are practical people. You know, material, you know, and if I get that they start to listen to me, forgetting about everything, just listen to me, I say, well done. You know what I mean? So yeah. I write also to entertain them, to entertain my friends. You know, <laughs> you know they invite me to eat, they invite me to, the, you know, whatever. Uh, the favors, you know, and the, the, the way that I pay them is like uh, giving them a good time writing short story. Sometimes, yeah, all the time I go to them. If they like it, I is well done. If they don't like it, I say I have to something to change. But it's so much. It's so much more than than a story, though, because um, like I literally finished just finished reading the book before before I before I interviewed you, and I like to do that because I like to do it fresh and. What it told me was a story of the global south in the global northwest. So it told me a story, a story of like South America, but when South America goes to North America. So it's so much more like it was a rich story, far more rich and more nuanced. I mean, you could literally, even though you're in New York and all you're talking about is how cold it is, you could feel the sunshine. You know, there was a sunshine yeah. with these characters. There's a warmth. There's a generosity. There's, you know, like I said before, there's a there's a historical feel about this. This doesn't exist anymore. You know, this is a memoir of a time that's past. You know, um, but also as well, I think it's a really, really important read for anyone who wants to study sex work that has no experience of sex work. Yeah, because what you what you really do beautifully is that no, you thank you thank from. you thank you thank you for that because nobody before have have seen this point yeah nobody before nobody has again i really appreciate what you are saying because nobody took this point before no yeah. like nobody nobody that i've been a lot of critic it maybe you can google it's obviously in spanish now it's not showing in, in english but nobody mentioned the point of sex work that is very important in the stories. It's yeah. part of, you cannot write, or sorry, you cannot talk about my, my story without mentioning the sex work, and nobody mentioned. Yeah. Because, yeah. Not because they don't want it, because maybe they don't have the knowledge to, to read or to, to understand, so it's important that you took, so I thank you for that. Yeah, I like. I just, more. I just like yeah. the way that that in a in a way, and I think it's. I think that stayed with trans sex work for a longer period of time. You know that that you kind of you're not cut off from society. You don't. You know you're marginalised, mm -hmm. but you're also very much engaged with the society in a way that I think maybe female sex workers weren't. Because of the, the the sort of debates around victimization, yeah, and sort of mm. prostitution, and I just think you've done a wonderful thing. You've done a really Thank wonderful you. thing. You've 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 created um you've created a backdrop of a time that doesn't exist. It's a kind of like just two years before the debate around trafficking starts. You know, just before the the twin towers. You know, like everything is in flux. And we get a little snapshot of, of a a, a you know a, a lifestyle that that's not 
there to be seen anymore. And I really appreciated what you've done for, for, for your community, mm-hmm. for sex work, for sex workers, but also for um, as an academic with a sex working background who sees our world portrayed in a way that I don't always recognise. And I wanted to thank you for that because I think you've done a really good job. I thank you for to see that and thank you for mentioning something, something that nobody mentioned before. Yeah, yeah, for so. So, yes, so last chance for a plug. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I had so much fun. Yeah. I was like a kind of boring. I was like, oh my God, I have to do this. I was so tired. I'm so tired. But, but now nah, I'm wake up. <laughs> <laughs> so, last chance for a plug. Okay. Okay. So, who are you, the name of your book, and who publishes it, and when is it out? Okay, so I think I should show you. Okay, so the name is, uh, my name is Ivan Monalisa Ojeda, two spirits transgender, uh, author, and performer, uh, former set worker. Sometimes somebody calls me, and, you know. Man is man. <laughs> and, yeah, money talk and bullshit work, they say. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the book, Las Beauty Queen, is, uh, is the same uh, title that has in, in Spanish because it's Spanglish. You see, Las Beauty, Beauty is, 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 is a road, like how you pronounce it in Spanish, you know, and it's published by Astra House. And it's gonna be already. It's gonna be the launch in in June of this year. Excellent! It's been amazing to speak to you. Thank you so Same much. Thank you. Thank you. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.